Come join us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd here with Ed Cannon. Ed is president, of course, of FEBC. And we get together, we try to give a little bit of the background of what God's doing through this ministry and this organization. Ed, today's no exception. We're going to talk a little bit with one of our staff from the FEBC U.S. Chinese ministry. Mm-hmm. He serves together with me in La Mirada, California. He's a young man, so was he part of the Young Leaders Leadership Conference that took place? We've talked about that recently. He was, and I had the privilege to spend a whole week with he and some of his associates, and it was a real joy. Even though he and I work together in the same office building most of the time, he is highly in demand and very busy, so it's a rare treat that I even get to see him in our own office. <laughs> but to be able to spend an entire week with him, yeah. get to know him at a little bit deeper level, and see some of the talents and gifts that God has given this man was a real joy. Well, he's in the studio right now in La Mirada and happens to join us on Zoom for this conversation. Yes. So why don't you introduce our friend? Welcome, Yutza. It's a, ple- a pleasure to see you. Isn't it interesting how you and I work in the same office building, but we get together in Ethiopia, and now we get together by Zoom? Uh, it's it's a challenge, but it's a joy. Thank you so much, Mr. Kenan, and thank you so much, Wayne. It's such a great joy to join you guys today. Yeah. Listen, let me just tell you a little bit about what this young man does. He, yeah, it's remarkable. He came to the United States about 10 years ago as a student at Biola, and I can remember our staff were uh, speaking with some of the leadership there at Biola because they were concerned his English wasn't quite good enough to be able to take the courses, we assured them that this would be an investment in a great student. Four years later, he graduated number one in his journalism class, and I had the privilege to attend and stand next to him and have his photograph taken with his diploma and the head of the department. So welcome, Yutza. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, And, and now he's one of our top broadcasters in the Chinese language. Mm-hmm. L- let me just say, there are millions, multiple millions of people that are receiving his program and giving us some feedback. That's so amazing. It really is an amazing story. So how does that make you feel to know that the Lord's using you like that? Well, um, again, it's such a privilege to be with you guys, but also it's a great, great blessing to be part of FEBC's mission, especially with the Chinese people. And I just remember in the um, leadership conference, we were talking about the miscarriage, which is the China uh, Chinese ministry of FEBC, because I remember China, FEBC started our ministry with the Chinese people. And then with a lot of things going on, we moved to the Philippines. When we were talking about the miscarriage, mm-hmm. I was just so grateful of the blessing that, you know, we can be reborn again and mm-hmm. uh, even though it was a miscarriage mm-hmm. um, now we are still you know trusting the lord and sharing the gospel with chinese people it's so good and uh, um talking about our program uh me and my co-host we talk about a lot about our daily life and one of the things i wanted to highlight is uh, we talked about our weakness and struggles a lot. And uh, that's something that I never thought I would do in the past. Because, you know, um, as a Chinese, especially Asian culture, we just wanted to highlight our strength and mm-hmm. our power. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, this is a gospel radio station. And this is a gospel program, which means we wanted to target our listeners with no background with their faith or religion mm-hmm. and they are brand new and even with our um you know like experienced listeners 
um, that have been following us for a long time, they are very new in their faith journey. And we wanted to share our faith and our um, relationship with the Lord through our struggles. And we realized there is beauty, there is power um, in that journey. Uh, for example, I remember uh, since last year, I had some health issues. It was very um, bad, very horrible. I had a stroke the day after my birthday and I started struggling with depression and anxiety. I just remember the time when my team asked me, hey, how are you? After I visited my my doctor, I was so emotional. I just threw my keys on my office desk. I said, what's the meaning? What's the point of serving the Lord? Um, we are just wasting time. I mean, where's the blessing? Where's the protection? And it was very emotional. And they were shocked. Like, they just see a totally different Yuzi as the one that they hear from the program. And I was very speechless and I was very lost. And also I was very upset and angry. So a um, couple of days uh, later, when I calmed down and just think about all the stuff, I realized, well, you know, before I took off from my house to visit my doctor, I was praying so hard saying, Lord, I surrender everything and uh, whatever comes to my way, um, it's your will, I will take it. And then I realized actually my heart is not aligned with my mouth. Whatever I prayed, I didn't take it to my heart. And it was a long process. And uh, I started sharing my struggles with my listeners. And I remember we had two live streamings on Zoom and uh, uh, some other social medias. It's pretty like every month we have live streaming and those two sessions we talk about mental health issues, especially depression and anxiety. Every time within five minutes, we reached the maximum and then we needed to switch to a different platform mm. to welcome people to join us. And I realized that the beauty of our struggle and the strength and the power of my journey. So yeah, the program is more about uh, daily life and also using those um very real stories mm -hmm. to help people understand as a radio host, even though, you know, a lot of you say, wow, you guys are kind of like superstars. <laughs> we know the only superstar is our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. However, um, I mean, I am very encouraged and I'm so um, blessed mm -hmm. that the Lord can use me even mm -hmm. in a way that I never imagined. Let me speak to our listening audience a little bit, Yutsa, and explain a few things. What mm -hmm. you have just described is a philosophy of broadcasting. You mentioned <laughs> that in the midst of your broadcasting, you're adapting your programs based on the number of people that are responding. So you're testing the waters and saying, is this something that people respond to? And then following up on that. But the beauty of what you've said there is that by making yourself human and just speaking to your personal needs, then you're speaking to audiences who have those same yep. challenges those in their life. Those felt needs, yes. And you, you, uh, you grip those people with an understanding that you, just like they, have problems in this life, but interestingly, then you turn and go to answers. The answer is Christ, as you've said. And so that is just so powerful. So I'm telling our listeners, this is why yeah. people like Yutza are so effective at their ministry, 
because they know the gospel, they want to proclaim the gospel, but they enter into people's lives by saying, I share the same problems that you do. And Chinese people are responding. Uh, I, I have just one of several emails in front of me. It's a, uh, may I read this one? It comes uh, to us. It says, God changed me on many bad habits. Our family was poor. I often stole items that I could sell for money. I stole other people's money. I read books and watched videos that were indecent. I hated people. I didn't want to live anymore. After becoming a Christian, habits changed. Then I casually found Radio Liang Yu with my mobile phone. Oh, it was so wonderful. Thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I mean, I know this yeah. is a this is a story you hear often, but when mm-hmm. we hear these words, it just thrills our heart to know that people respond this way, Yutsa. Yeah, thank you so much. This is really kind and uh you know, one of the things when I think about my ministry and uh, one of the benefits of being real to our listeners is I just pray one day I can see and meet our listeners in person. And one of the things uh, I just keep telling myself, you know, I am trying to be real to them. And one day when I meet them, no matter where are they from, and I can just be the same person. I don't need to think about, okay, what did I tell this person? How did I pretend who I was? And I can just be the same person. So it's a release to myself. And I don't have to put a mask on my on my face. And uh, also talking about the stories, I mean, like what the listener said, um, it's God's grace. I mean, with Chinese ministry, it's very special because we cannot show our face they don't know who we are. Probably they have been listening to us for a long, long time. But if we meet one another on the street, they wouldn't know who we are, whether it was mm-hmm. us just facing them on the street because we have never met before. But also I think it's a protection for us as well because they have no idea who we are. Uh, I think they can always go back to uh, to God. And also when I say it's a protection, I think it just helps helps us Um, be more humble because otherwise, you know, when we meet them in person, they will say, hey, I heard your program, all the stuff. Uh, I I mean, personally, I know my human nature, it will just create so much pride. So for me personally, I think it's a spiritual Mm. protection. And Mm. also, yeah, it's God's work, Mm. God's grace. You know, I think you're continuing to convince us and our audience as well, Yutsa, that it's your open humility and your humanness that connects you with the listener so well. And Wayne, this is a skill that very few broadcasters, mm-hmm. I think, can yeah. can master. Radio is a relationship. And this, this young man has figured that out and yeah. how to capitalize on that dynamic of radio. Yeah. And that's why literally tens of millions of people are following his programs and, and hearing his broadcasts. Wayne, let me read another one of these letters okay. that we've received from one of the listeners. It says, in 1980s, a fellow villager, after listening to Radio Liangyu, began to establish the first church in the area, and many heard the gospel. The earliest Bibles we used in the church were sent from the radio station. Ever since, I've been listening to Liang Yu and through social media now, share the broadcast so many people may know about Christianity. Liang Yu is FEBC radio. Yeah, and it means good friend. <laughs> I it's, love, love that. It's very important because people like Yutsa have explained to me that in in 
these people groups, there's been a lot of propaganda over the years. And you can't trust necessarily the newspaper. You can't trust most radio broadcasts. You can only trust a good friend. And I think that is why FEBC's Chinese ministry is so successful, because it's through social media that they're establishing a friend. And listening to Yutz's voice and his philosophy of broadcasting, I know many people count him as their very best friend, even though they've never met and they're thousands of miles apart. Speaking of the meaning of words, I'd like to know what is the meaning of your name? Well, uh, it means God's blessing like rains cover the land of China. <laughs> it's shining. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. It is. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And how appropriate for this young man to be called that, huh? Yeah, it's very appropriate. And uh, I only wish our listeners today, Yutsa, could see your face because this is a person who is constantly emitting the joy of the Lord. I never have seen him, even in the midst of depression after he had his stroke, he's always got a smile. He always has a kind and pleasant word. That's why his broadcasts are so effective. That's why through him, people trust that the gospel is a message of hope and something that they want to cling on to and have as part of their life. Brother, thank Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, How can we pray for you in your ministry? Uh, just pray for uh, our heart that we can always align with God's heart because sometimes we realized, you know, we have passion for sharing the gospel, but uh, sometimes we are too fast, and uh, which means we forget to pray more and asking God, hey, what do you want me to do with this program? Especially the program is targeting at new believers or non-believers. We just wanted to share um, the gospel that uh, um, pleases God's heart, not just our version of the gospel. And actually, I really wanted to add one more story when sure. uh, Mr. Kenna was talking about uh, our listener's letter. I have this privilege to interview so many people in the past. And there are several people. There are elders, um, maybe uh, over 70 years old or 80 years old and they never went to school and uh, they heard the gospel through FUBC decades ago and um, one of the things is so amazing for me it's simply a miracle they can read the bible uh, chapter after chapter and some of them they recite bible like book after book for me it's just impossible. But then they do that. However, when they close the Bible, if you give them a magazine or a newspaper, they have no idea what they are talking about. But they can read the Bible. And the reason I wanted to share this is because as we were talking about, you know, how amazing our God is, and He uses FEBC in such a mighty way, I wanted to say, it's not FEBC that taught those people how to read the Bible. It's simply the word of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, also, when I, uh, I wanted to uh, respond to Mr. Cannon's, um, you know, his uh, philosophy when talking about you know, FEBC's work. And I just remember in Addis Ababa, when mm-hmm. we had our leadership conference, mm-hmm. one of our staff was talking about, you know, nowadays, especially in, in America, we talk a lot about fake news. And I was realize, I was reminding myself, wow, what an honor at FEBC. We never needed to talk mm-hmm. about fake new- mm-hmm. news. Mm-hmm. And we never needed to make up any fake news because 
Jesus is enough. And the reason why FEBC is so popular and saves so many people is because we're te- we are telling the truth. We're telling the real stories. It's always the real stories. And so that's very amazing. And also, you know, every day we, um, um, we uh, talk to our listeners and uh, we tell stories. And uh, when I was in Addis Ababa and hearing our staff's own stories, I was very encouraged because I realized as FEBC, we do not only tell stories, we are also writing stories. Mm -hmm. If this hasn't convinced you, dear listeners, of the quality of Yutza's ability to communicate the gospel effectively to his people, there's nothing else we could do. (laughs) Yutza, you are really a treat, you are a joy, you are a gift to not only FEBC, but to the people you broadcast to. And, And clearly... The Holy Spirit is is in you and working through you, and we are so grateful. And we're grateful that you've taken the time to spend this time with us. What I'd like to do, Wayne, if I could, could I close in a brief prayer? But then, Yutza, I'd like to turn to you after I've prayed a brief prayer just to close in your own language so that our listeners here in America can hear the way you speak to your listeners, uh, the Chinese people. Is that okay? Sounds great. (laughs) Father, we just come before you uh, celebrating the privilege that we have to receive uh, individuals that you have selected, that you have nurtured, that you have spoken through to effectively communicate your gospel to the least reached people around the world. We are so grateful for Yutza, his spirit, his humility, his passion, and the gifts that you have given him to know how to communicate the news of Christ and his gospel so that many millions will come to faith. Mm-hmm. 或者把我们的福音传递成一个更加合你心意的方式弟兄姐妹希望每一个人的心能够再一次被点燃真知道主你自己要做成的工作和你能做成的工作完全能够超乎我们所求所想父亲我们谢谢你给我们这样的恩典我们这样的祷告奉主名求阿们阿们阿们